your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Michelle and Randy, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and the voice of the Cardinals getting ready for opening day on Thursday. Danny Mack is also getting ready for his final broadcast of 2022 in spring training. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Actually, Randy, yeah. first of all, I'm doing great, guys. Are you back here we- already? Yeah, we're not doing the games uh, today or tomorrow, so next game will be Thursday. Looking forward to that, and uh, we're glad that you're back here. And by the way, congratulations to your daughter. Well, thank you. She got her first hole-in-one yesterday. Pretty cool. So I got to witness it. I've seen my my son has two of them. I got to witness one of those, and then I I witnessed one uh, yesterday. So pretty cool. Dan, have you ever gotten a hole-in-one? I have not, and I've played a lot of golf and a lot of bad golf, and I've been close a couple of times. I've seen, I think I was thinking yesterday, I think I've seen three in person, and it was Al Roboski playing with him many years ago. Uh, We were on the road. He got a hole-in-one, and then I mentioned my son and then my daughter, and those are the three I've seen. My best shot of my life was one time when Dan and I were playing at Peevely Farms and on number 18, I hold out from about 130. So I'm going to take it. I'm not going to count it as a hole-in-one, but I'm going to take it as my best shot ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if you chip in, I I consider that basically a hole-in-one for me. If I make a five-foot putt, I'm pretty excited. (laughs) But my daughter, she's she's a pretty good golfer, so she just kind of was like, oh, cool, you know, and that was it. Good for her. That's great. Yeah. You know, not a lot gets them too excited. So, hey, good for them. Yeah. It's really cool. Really Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Well, that's amazing, Dan, and congrats to your daughter. Well, now that spring training is getting ready to be wrapped up here, what were some of your big takeaways from the Cardinal spring training as we head into the home opener on Thursday? I think the biggest one, Michelle, is Albert Pujols um, coming back home and the shape that he's in, the, the at-bats and the swings that I've seen. It's been limited, mostly on the backfields, but he looks really good. The other thing I would say is the uh, the young pitching that they have coming. And here we go again with another group of guys that I think can help this team. And most notable would probably be in no particular order is Andre Palante and Jake Walsh. And those two guys have a chance to make um, this team. Connor Thomas is a lefty that pitched really well against the Mets the other day when they took the regulars and put them back on the, the backfields because we knew rain was coming. So Thomas got the start. I really liked him. Doesn't throw hard, but, man, he throws a ton of strikes. He sinks it, and that's what the Cardinals are looking for. Jake Walsh is a guy, along with Palante, they both throw hard. And I would think that Walsh maybe has the inside track to make this team out of those three just because he's on the 40-man. So those are some of the takeaways that uh, I saw down in camp. Dan, I was thinking that of those three, it seems like only one can make it, right? It seems like the other 14 pitching spots are pretty well spoken for. I think so, Randy, and and if they carry 15, which seems to be what they're going to do, their bench is set now with Brendan Donovan going 
back to AAA and being optioned there. And I thought he had a good camp. Wasn't you know great at the plate, but played all over the place defensively and, and handled himself at multiple positions, which we knew he could do on the infield. And then we found out he could do that on the outfield as well. So they put him at a couple of corner spots just to see how he would do, and he did fine. Um, but I, I'm with you. I think if, if the inside track is with any of these guys, it's probably Walsh. And in baseball, it's a business and a numbers game sometimes. And when you're on the 40-man roster, that gives you the inside track as opposed to others. So I, I would say this, though, with the injuries that are, are – and, and we're starting to see this now. One of the, the prevailing storylines of things that were talked about down in camp with – and you always see the, uh, the scouts. The scouts are there looking at players nonstop – and a prevailing thought that was there was that injuries could be significant because of a shortened camp and kind of a rush in the early portion of the season. Now, we're going to see if that plays out, but my point is, um, to the original part of what we are talking about, is that that would lend, lead itself to, you know, you're going to use probably 35 guys this year at some point, you know, in time, whether it's position player, probably more so pitching, but those guys are, are really close and ready to go. Numbers game may catch them, you know, on the outside looking in. But before it's all said and done, you're going to use a lot of these guys. Well, Dan, one of the injuries we know the Cardinals are already dealing with is Jack Flaherty. And until he returns, that fifth starting spot is up for grabs. Uh, What do you think about the notion that's being floated out there that the Cardinals might use that as a breeding ground for a little bit of experimentation, maybe using Jordan Hicks as an opener? Well, I talked about that during our our broadcast the other day. So this shouldn't be as a surprise to a lot of people that maybe read about it this morning. This was something I've been pointing out to fans all, uh, especially when I was doing the show with BK, I mean, all winter and, and spring long. This, this should not be um, a surprise. And the reason I say that, from people I talk to, now whether you believe in this or not, and I'm not sure if the Cardinals feel this way, I'd like to find out more as they go in this direction potentially, but with his unique stuff, which is throwing 100, 100-plus, 100 and by the way, he looks sensational in camp now it was limited i think he has three or four innings but i mean they're they're dominant innings and controlling the strike zone and just uh as good as i've seen him in a long time if you get him on a pattern where he was pitching every fifth day is that beneficial for him with his unique skill set and the pressure that he can put on his shoulder and his elbow because it is so special and it is at a higher level than others is it beneficial to have him pitch then do a bullpen, and then pitch every fifth day. So having a a, a schedule that is um, always what you know you're going to get instead of being the guy that's going two out of three or three out of five or four out of six, is it better to get him on a schedule? I I, I don't think anybody can answer that question until we see it be done, but I do like the idea of doing that with the the fifth starter. If there's anybody that, that to me, separated themselves for a fifth starter, I thought it was was, – Woodford as opposed to Verhagen. Verhagen was not very good in his last start, but you definitely can see that his stuff can play. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Dan, in Hicks' minor league career, he pitched in 37 games and started 34 of them. And I wonder sometimes if a guy, when he knows he has to pace himself, is apt to to develop better command because he knows he just can't air it out for an inning or two. Yeah, I think you back off for sure, and I've heard that from a lot of guys that when they, especially going from starting to relieving, they think, well, i got three outs to go get, 
and here you go. I'm going to give you the best I got, and all of a sudden it's 101, 102. When you, you are expected as a starter, you would like to think a minimum of five to six innings. The game has changed, and I know that's like blasphemy for people that watch Bob Gibson, but that's the way the game is right now, especially if you're carrying this many pitchers. You don't need him to go five or six. You need him to build up to five or six here in the first month, but uh, eventually you know, it's, it's a situation where maybe it's best off for him to do that and to your point, Randy, you back off and, and you throw more strikes inside the zone. He, he was sitting guys at like 99, 100, and it just looked like free and easy. It was crazy. <laughs> and, and the kind of movement that he had, and, you know, he's breaking off a, a breaking ball every once in a while. I mean, it was, it was really impressive. So we'll see what direction they want to go. But I think if you wanted to use the fifth starter and use him in a spot to where he may not start the game but give you a couple of innings, uh, I don't think that's out of the question whatsoever. Dan, one of the storylines heading into spring training that a lot of us were paying attention to was Paul DeYoung as he tried to find himself this offseason and hopefully see the products of that this spring training. And he's done a lot of impressive things. Where's your confidence level that we will see more of the 2019 version of Paul DeYoung in 2022? Well, they always say, don't read too much into spring training, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they say, don't read what you see into spring training and don't read into what you see in September with call-ups. But I will say this, he has looked a lot better. I had a long conversation with Paul outside the clubhouse. I think it was like last Thursday or Friday, and, um, and I've known Paul for a long time. He's, he's a great guy, very cerebral, very smart, understands that he needs to be better. And he said, you know, one of the things he talked about was that the, the organization showed initially in the offseason confidence in him, like, hey, you're our guy, and we understand that. So he stayed down in the West Palm area and went to a facility that a lot of very good major leaguers go to, and he's talking about just taking the ball up the middle. And so if you remember last year, as he said to me, he was pulling off a lot of pitches. Middle, outer half, couldn't get to. The inside pitch would you know, either tie him up or he pulls it foul. Now he's able to make the adjustment because he felt he was lunging a little bit too much and committed too much. So you're seeing him stay back. He's laying off the, the pitch that's up, which is a pitch that a lot of the league has gotten him off on, uh, gotten him out on. And the other thing is that you know, he looked at was his mental um, side of the game. And he said, I, I didn't mean to be this way, but for the last couple of years, in maybe 2020, and he had COVID, and it was a struggle for him. And then last year, he said, I just wasn't locked in. He said, I was trying to mentally get there and where I need to be. And he said, I feel like a different guy this year. So let's hope that's the, the results that carry over to the regular season. Dan, a couple more things. Number one, has my chance to have somebody call me cerebral passed me by? <laughs> uh. Not great. (laughs) 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 And then to give you my mo. Not great. That was really good. Really good mo. (laughs) And finally, (laughs) yesterday, Uh, you are a cerebral guy. You you you're very smart. Come on. but I, I look at cerebral as somebody who's really thoughtful too. I'm more of a uh, shoot from the hip kind of smart guy. No, you're thoughtful. You're you're. I mean, the, the way that you've told me about. Uh, your your love affair with Joan after all these years and the way that you take her to like Chick Fil A and stuff on um, <laughs> anniversaries, I think that's it's delightful. By the way, uh, over the weekend we went it's to chicken, yeah Chicken Out. Uh, our, our friend good. Mike Johnson, man, it's great. So if you get the opportunity, if you want to try some great chicken, Chicken Out throughout the area. My final question: Did you get a uh, Did you get a uh, 
advertisement with him? I mean, a sponsorship? No, it, uh, Mike is a friend. He, obviously, we all love in this room our uh, friends at Sugar Fire, and they have the, the high point. St. Louis and doing great things, great local establishment. And, uh, okay. Yeah. So we, we, right, well, we may want to go down that road. I'm just saying. I'm okay. your agent. Okay. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay. Finally, Thursday, yes, 315 is game time. The Pirates are starting a right-hander, not a hard right Will Albert Pujols be in the lineup? Yes. <laughs> Will he be? Uh, I'd say yes. Well, uh, we have a tweet here from Katie Wu who just says that Ali Marmol confirmed that Albert Pujols will be in the Cardinals' opening day lineup. So, Dan, you're correct. Yeah. So uh, I think you do that. Now, if we were talking like a week from now, uh, maybe not. But I, I don't know if you guys know this. This is a little unique. It's a little different. The circumstances have changed just a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Daniel, well, I'll always... say that, by the way, I'll say this, um, and I was talking to Ollie about this the other day, and I don't know if you guys have like one minute to hear this. We but, do. Always. So, okay, so I asked him, I said, uh, it was just he and I talking, and I, I have a very good relationship with Ollie, and I said, how does Albert look? And he's like, man, he's in great shape. He said, number one, he said uh, it took him two days Albert came to to Ollie and said, I can't believe how well I'm seeing the ball. He's like, I I feel like I'm locked in already. Now, that was day two that he was at camp. And then he goes on the backfields, and they've been facing, uh, having him face right-handed pitching. And he's doing fine. And I said to Ollie, I said, so, you know, you got to be careful. I mean, he's, you know, 42 and a lot of mileage and all that stuff. And he said, absolutely. So we're going to be careful. And, you know, the lefties are, are where you probably go. But, he did say, don't be surprised that if we feel that the matchup is good with Albert with a right-hander, um, we're, we're going to put him in there. He, he goes, this guy's got something left in the tank. And I, I just think, too, on opening day, can you imagine the the energy that uh, we're going to have Thursday? And this guy, man, he feeds off that stuff. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't shock me if we had a great moment of some sort coming from Albert Pujols. It's going to be a special day anyway. Yeah, not many have risen to the occasion like he has no, over the no. years. No doubt about no, it. No, it's going to be fun. Hey, I know that it's not your normally scheduled day, but would you be kind enough to join us in the morning on Thursday? Well, since you put me on the spot, I guess I better say yes. <laughs> okay, thanks, Dan. Because you're one of my best friends, and I figured that uh, I figured that you'd say it anyway. So, well, sure, I'd be happy to. <laughs> you know what, Dan? At least though, this year you don't have to sit outside in the cold. You can call us. It's not yeah, like last that was year. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, Where are they putting you guys this year? We're inside at the Budweiser Brew House. That's a smart move. Yeah. You need to be inside, indoors, make sure somebody brings some donuts and coffee, and and you guys, uh, you know, get a base before you go to opening day. We will do that. And by the way... For Michelle. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Dan, (laughs) the Budweiser Brewhouse, all day, the the entire station will be broadcasting there, and it's brought to you by Green Envy Lawn Care and by Budweiser. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, depending on what time I get down there, one way or another, we will either do it via the phone or in person. All right. You're the best. Thank you very much. See you later. Okay, guys. You too. Thanks. Take care. That is the great Dan McLaughlin, the voice of the Cardinals, and uh, you will hear his voice for opening day again. And I think this is your number 26 for Dan. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and uh, so you'll hear him on Bally Sports on Thursday. Calling Albert Pujols in the opening day lineup. By the way, this is his 22nd opening day, and he ties Carl Yastrzemski and Hank Aaron for second most opening day starts since 1900. Only behind, do you know? Louis Mays and Stan the Man? Pete Rose, 23. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Great stuff. So, hope that's on the fight tomorrow. (laughs) 